Apology. A written or spoken expression of one's regret, remorse, or sorrow for having insulted, failed, injured, or wronged another. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Another Way. And uh, this is going to be a little bit like the improvise episode. <laughs> Apology. First off, I'm apologizing for, um, it is Thursday. The podcast normally comes out on Tuesday and uh, it was just a weird week. I had technical difficulties on Tuesday and then I was sick yesterday. And so here we are and we're on Thursday. And I know that I should be prepared and that I should have these things ready to go before the day they're supposed to get posted, but I'm not there yet. Progress, not perfection. That's the goal, that's the dream, it's the, uh, you know, where I want to be headed. But I'm just not quite there yet. I'd like to be, I wish I was, but I'm not. Um, and I apologize because this might be a weird episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not sorry about it. Uh, I was going to talk about balance today. I was going to do with the balance episode and I got five minutes into it and realized I am not ready to talk about balance. Not just because I don't feel balanced myself at the moment, but um, I, I just haven't thought it through. So rather than just not give you an episode this week, I thought I would talk about apologizing. It just came to me, you know, because I think that oftentimes we feel a need to apologize for being ourselves, for being whatever it is that makes us other. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> you know, when I was in college, we would do this thing called Vocal Symposium. And it was where all of the uh, voice majors would get together. It's, it's called different places at, at different it's called different things at different places, but it's essentially what every uh, vocal studio in music school does, is you all get together once a week and you perform for each other and you critique each other and that's where you practice performing. Uh, voice class in some places, I, I just like the word vocal symposium just because it's, it's fun. Studio class, you know, whatever, whatever it's called. But we would do that and people would mess up and they would apologize so frequently and I made a pledge to myself that I would never apologize. Um, and I broke that without meaning to, because I, I feel like it's it's a knee-jerk reaction a lot of the time. You know, I, oh, I'm sorry I did that. Um, especially if you're in a place where you don't feel confident in yourself. You know. We talked about fear last time. And what are you afraid of? And uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, I, I encourage you to go back and listen to that before you continue with this one, because I'm going to talk about that a lot. I had a friend text me the other day and said, am I supposed to be listening to these in order? Because I'm not. <laughs> I said, well, wait, no, but some, it might no, but yes, but no, I don't know. But maybe, but no. Um... Anyway, and I've lost my train of thought. Like I said, this is very much about like the improvisation episode because I, I, I just jumped on the mic again. 
Um, we apologize for being ourselves, or we feel like we need to. And I feel like that's what stops a lot of us from actually becoming what we want to be, is, is that feeling like we need to apologize, you know? And, and I don't think we do. I don't think we should ever apologize for being who we are. And of course, there are exceptions to that. You know, serial killers should probably apologize for being who they are. Um, you know, it's funny. A friend of mine, after the uh, election, said to me, um, I'm not going to apologize for being white. I'm not going to apologize for being a woman. I'm not going to apologize for being conservative. I'm not going to apologize for being religious. And I said, that's, that's all well and good. I don't expect you to. The problem is, is that there aren't people who have, who think the same way with other sorts of people. You know, there are people who expect, um, even if they don't say it, there are people who kind of expect people who are different, people who are other, to apologize for just being who they are. You know, it's, it's, um, And that, and that goes to any extreme, you know. I just think about what's going on in Chechnya right now with, with these um, alleged gay concentration camps. And you, you can't tell me that that's not somebody basically saying, at, at the most extreme sense, that the gay, the gay people should apologize for being who, who they are. And that is, that's really... That, that might, it might seem like I'm making that trivial, but if you break it down to the, to the base root of, of it, that it really is the most extreme example. Like you're, you're wrong and bad. So we need to put you somewhere where you can, to get rid of you. Like, cause you didn't apologize and like that, that might be out of left field, but I don't really think it is. It's just where my mind goes right now. Um, and there are things like that that society tells us we need to apologize for. And that can really do some damage. I just, and I just think about um, how we owe ourselves an apology for not... We owe ourselves an apology for thinking that we need to apologize. There's a great Will and Grace episode where one of the main characters uh, goes with a friend of his to an acting class and talks about it being stupid. And um, the teacher gets him up on stage to do an exercise. And he, he, she says, I want you to apologize to somebody that you've wronged. Zandra, her name is Zandra, the acting teacher. And he gives this great speech, and I can't fully remember it, but it, it's it's beautiful. And it's like, I'm sorry for expecting too much of you. I'm sorry for, um, for, basically, I'm sorry for being awful to you and expecting too much. And she says, who are you talking to? And he goes, myself. And it's just so beautiful. And, um, 
I feel like like we need we I feel like there are a lot of us who need to have that moment with ourselves to recognize that we have insulted, failed, injured, or wronged ourselves in some way. And um, I don't think it needs to be a huge thing that we, like, it doesn't need to be a ceremony. Like, you don't need to announce to the world, I am apologizing to myself for these things. And Like, you don't need to be specific about it. But I think just extending ourselves the kindness of saying, I'm sorry for, you know, whatever you, however you want to phrase it, however you need, you feel you need to pray, praise it, phrase it, praise it. Good Lord. Wow. Okay. It's one of those days. Um, and I don't know if I've really done that myself, you know, and I, and I don't feel I don't know if I'm in a place to where I feel really comfortable doing it with myself. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, oh, this this is scary. This is going to be one of those episodes that's just a therapy session for me, I'm afraid. But, um, you know, I, I've talked about my whole uh, discomfort with being complimented. And I, and I think it's the same way with this apology. You know, I, I feel like You know, when people have apologized to me for trivial things in the past, you know, like, I'm sorry I can't be at this thing that you that you wanted me to be at, I'm very quick to say, oh, it's fine, it's totally okay, it's no big deal. But there's always a part of me that uh, says it is a big deal. And I don't acknowledge that part a lot because it's it's... It's, it's one of those subjective truth sort of things, and I understand that there are circumstances beyond people's control. Um, <laughs> I'm very good at justifying things, and now I'm wondering if, I, if I'm... if I've justified too much. You know, one of my biggest criticisms and one of the biggest problems I have as a teacher is that I am often too nice. And it means that um, like it, it was something I learned when I was when I was in my teens and teaching swimming lessons that I would I, I like to have fun when I'm teaching and I like to be a bit of a goofball. But it does mean that the kids can take liberties and then I have to crack down for a bit. And uh, I just I have known that about myself forever. And now I'm wondering if there's something about my, this, this idea of need, feeling like I need to apologize for being other that makes that happen. Maybe I feel a need to preempt the apology by not doing anything that would require an apology. I'm just thinking this as I go. That's probably the root of my praise addiction, because I really was addicted for a long time to people telling me I did something well. Um, 
as, as uncomfortable as it made me. I needed to hear a good job to the point that I said yes. Like I hated to say no to people because I wanted them to be grateful to me. Huh. I didn't want to apologize. And not in a, um, I'm sorry, I ain't sorry sort of way, but like, I didn't want to do anything that would offend them that would require an apology. This is all very interesting. You know, it's, it's stuff that I've thought before, but never expressed in this, in this specific way. Now I'm wondering if podcasting is just like writing and sometimes you just come up with what you need to hear the most on the fly. Um... Anyway, I think that one of the best things that you can do is try to identify those ways that you might feel you needed to apologize. Like, do you feel that you need to apologize for being a woman or being gay or something, you know? And even if there is that rational part of you that is like, no, I don't need to apologize. Go beyond that voice and find the one that says, yes, I think I do. And I'm not saying that voice is right, but I'm saying that it's a part of you that needs to be heard. Because if there's one thing I've learned, one thing, one thing I write at the end of my morning pages sometimes is, um, oh, sorry, phone call. I need to take that. Sorry, apologizing. Oh my word, I'm just full of apologies today. And it wasn't the phone call I was expecting, so I might have to apologize again. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. One of the things I write at the end of my morning pages sometimes is, um, silence is deadly, but yelling is unproductive. Listening is the key to everything. And it's true with other people as much as with ourselves. You know, I think that's that's one of the big things we're dealing with in the country right now is there are a lot of people who were who felt like they've been silenced for a long time and they're angry about that and you know wh whether they were silenced or not that's a, that's a different issue i'm just saying it's a real feeling that a lot of people have and that's what causes uproar is when people feel like they've been silenced and i get that um but going back to that internal thing if there's even a bit of you that believes that you need to apologize. You need to listen to that and deal with it. Because until you do, you're not going to be able to let yourself go as much as you would like. And that's not to say that you have to like get it completely done and over with, because I don't think that we ever get things like that completely done and over with, you know? I don't think that's that's the point. It, the point is to acknowledge it and be working with it. You know, it's the relationship you have with yourself in all aspects of yourself is often more complicated than relationships you have with other people. But I feel it can be approached in the same way. Because if there's um, one little issue in a relationship between you and another person. One tiny thing. We all have had instances where there's been one tiny thing that has bothered you about somebody or one little thing about you, like like you chewing with your mouth open, that has caused a gigantic fight in a relationship. 
and that it's it's just built and built and built over time. If we let that keep building internally, that manifests in some really tricky ways. So you have to go beyond that voice, that logical reason thing of saying, no, it's 2017. I don't need to apologize for being, I don't need to apologize for being a gay man. I don't need to apologize for being a strong black woman. That is a very healthy attitude to have, but is there something else under the surface that is still telling you that you do? There's still a part of me that says I need to apologize for being a, a gay man in this day and age. There really is. Um, because I grew up in a time where, you know, it's not, it hasn't been that long, but it's we've come a long way. You know, I don't. There were not as many gay characters on television as there are now. You know, like I didn't discover Will and Grace until I was well into my teens. There was no Modern Family. There were very few positive representations of gay people. There were several negative ones. And so there's still a part of me that feels that need to... Um, there's still a part of me that feels like I'm wrong, being who I am. And uh, I'm dealing with it. But that's the thing, is you, is you have to deal with it. You can't deny it, because that silence is what is deadly. And that's what the writing practice and the morning pages are for. And I suppose it doesn't even have to be done in that way. You know, I you can do this while you're walking. I find walks to be incredibly uh, helpful for this sort of stuff. Because it just, there's something about motion, now that I think about it. There's something about a physical movement that really can help you get into yourself. It's very easy to go introspective on a walk. And I'm not talking on a treadmill. I don't think that's, that's. Uh, I mean, I suppose that could work. That could be meditative. But um, I enjoy walking in nature for these sort of things. And the other thing I think it does sometimes, and, and this works for all sorts of, of creativity. I don't think it, it works just for, you know, delving into yourself, um, which I guess you could say, you know, potato, potato with that. But I, I have this, you know, there's so much about, so many creative people who have talked about walking and how they took walks in the country. You know, Beethoven would walk for hours in the country and then go home and write. Um, I think it really shakes stuff loose. You know, I think the physical movement, I guess you could almost say that it literally loosens up the mind. Um, but the point is to do that sort of exploration that is, that is really scary <laughs> in order to deal with those parts of you that might still feel like they, they're not validated. They don't, they don't feel valid. They feel wrong. So I guess if you wanted like a topic for your writing practice for that, um, I would just start off with what do I need to apologize for? And that could be one of those things. I'm just imagining how it would go for me. I'm not actually going to do it at the moment because, because uh, 
because I'm scared to, quite honestly. Um, but <laughs> I'm just imagining where my brain would go, and it would be very, it would be very strong black woman at the beginning. And I don't, I don't got to apologize for nothing. But once you get beyond that, that would that would be how the process would go. Is I would start off very strong and very I don't have to, and then it would get deeper. I just know just knowing how I work with those sort of things. So I would encourage you to do that. And I th I don't think it's a one time thing. I think it has to happen a lot over a lifetime, because identity changes. You know you might. As, as life circumstances change, you might feel like there are different things you have to apologize for. There might be different parts of you that feel wrong. You know, I, I had a... Um, you hear stories sometimes about how um, women's relationships with their bodies change after they have children. And that's just fascinating to me. And, and how you it completely shifts their perspective. Or I just think about um, transgender people I know and after they transition and how that must completely change the perspective that they have on life. And there are going to be different things that you have to deal with on either side of that, you know. So, even if you don't feel like there's anything, even if you feel like you're completely well-adjusted, I would encourage you to try that sort of writing activity just to see what comes out of the pen and maybe you're perfectly well adjusted and, and maybe you don't and maybe nothing comes out and maybe you're just wonderful maybe you're beautiful you're perfect you look like a mo you're, you look like a linda evangelista you're a model <laughs> maybe i don't know hashtag repulse drag race um i think that's all for this this odd episode of apology <laughs> I'm sorry it was a weird one. I'm sorry it was it's late. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Except I'm not sorry. I am a little bit sorry. <laughs> anyway, um I didn't do any sort of sponsoring stuff. So check out greatgrandprojects.com and horizoncreativestudios.com. The YouTube stuff is up. Um I've got two videos up there right now. I don't remember if I talked about that at the beginning or if it was at the beginning of the episode that I abandoned on balance, which will be coming to you soon once I think about it more. Um, but yeah, I'll include a link to the YouTube stuff in the description. Check that out. Uh, new video for that every Monday. Uh, hopefully two videos a week until I catch up to where the podcast is. Um, like the video that was posted Monday was the companion to episode two of the podcast, which is Doubt. Um, so I encourage you to look at both of those things and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at, uh, that KJ Bell. <laughs> Couldn't remember what it was for a second. All right. And I will see you next Tuesday. I promise. I hope. Hopefully things don't get weird again. Bye.